0: Hey guys, it's Michael here. I just want to let everyone know before the podcast starts today, uh, our guests did have a little bit of technical issues during the full length of the recording and the interview. So kind of just, uh, I did my best editing every all the mishaps out, but just bear with me. Everything's good. And, uh, let's get right into the episode. Welcome back to NFT Nation the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler. But in today's episode, we will be interviewing Toadown, a digital creator that is part of the Dope Heads NFT collection, the first ever NFT collection with a social cause. Our goal today is to learn more about this collection and the potential the Dope Heads NFT collection has and uh, explain how Season 1 has just now started minting. But before we start today's episode, I would like our guest to introduce himself and tell the audience pretty much who he is.
1: Hey everybody. It's the Pope of Dope, the dope head Kingpin himself, Toe Down. Yeah, we're getting live with it, baby.
0: Uh yeah. Obviously, welcome to the podcast, Toe Down. We uh greatly we greatly appreciate having you on today. Do you care to explain kind of your background in crypto, not, or as well as the music industry, so the audience can learn more about you?
1: Sure, sure, not a problem. So uh, I've been in the music business over 25 years as a, uh, as a producer, engineer, uh, recording artist. Uh, and so if you heard music come out of Houston between 2000 and 2011, either we recorded it, mixed it, mastered it, or produced it. And so for a long time, we were able to eat off of the music industry. But in 2008, the music industry kind of took a turn when people started downloading music and Steve Jobs made it available to download a song for a dollar. And so that changed the music industry. So at that point, we pivoted and we got into the marijuana business. Although it was an illegal marijuana business, it was highly lucrative for us. And so we did the marijuana business thing for over 10 years. And uh, towards the end, we ended up serving prison sentence for 63 months. And, and then doing so, I had noticed that there were so many people locked up for a nonviolent drug offense. And the only way I was able to come home early on my 87-month prison sentence was because President Barack Obama signed into action. That if you were a non-violent drug offender, you can receive 10% off your time. And so my whole thinking was why hold why hold back just 10%? Why not make it the whole 90% by that has a drug problem? And so that's where the idea of this social cause came into effect. And so my background it, you know it, you know, it goes all the way back to, you know, eight ball and MJG, uh, mm-hmm. Bun B, Pim C. Um, Lil Wayne, uh, Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Millionaire, wow. Slim Thug, Zero, Lil Flip, um, DJ Screw. So, you know, the music thing has been around for a while. And when you're in the music business, you, you, you know how to create, right? And putting out a quality product is very, very important. And so for a long time, you know, we know how to market in the music business. And we know how to create and so when I had a, an opportunity to get together with my partner, Mike Cross, who also has been in the music business for just about uh, just about the same amount of time as I have, uh, but he's on the marketing and uh, branding side. Mm-hmm. And so when you are able to link up with a branding genius and then you have the uh, PT Barnum of the music business, when you put those two together, it just creates a great combination. And so we decided to do the dope heads NFT based upon, you know, I've been in crypto for a couple of years now. And when I saw crypto, I was like, okay, this is awesome. This is 24-7. This is something that I can do anytime. Mm-hmm. But then when NFTs were introduced into my life, I was like, wait a minute, this is truly amazing. This is something that has a chameleon trait. It can be like anything. It can be uh, a community membership. It can be a picture. It can be a piece of art. It can be the deed to your house. It could be your code and password uh, to enter into a website. Uh, It can be a multitude of things. And so here was an opportunity where I was like, okay, what's the new medium? The new medium is gonna be NFTs. Let's attach this social cause to that medium and let's go out there and change some people's lives. And so, that's the plight of the dopeheads. We, we are the first NFT with a social cause to help free nonviolent drug offenders. And we do that all through our animated series, toys and collectible lines. So whenever we generate revenue, we're able to take care of our nonprofit partners where they don't have to go out and look for funding. The funding is readily available for them so they can go out there and do their job more effectively. You know, a non-profit, they spend about 85% of their time and energy going and looking for money. When if wow. I can provide that funding for you, now you can take that 85% going and looking for, you know, funding. And you can focus that on helping free non-violent drug offenders and people with substance abuse problems.
0: <sighs> I mean, that that's just amazing. Like, I really appreciate how your NFT collection is really just changing the way uh these social issues are faced and especially with the funding it's really going to help uh support the message of getting non-violent drug offenders out of prison because truly they really don't deserve to be in a cage for doing something that in multiple states it's legal if that makes sense
1: i got you totally 100 and listen at the time of my arrest the arresting agent said you know by the time you finish your sentence all this is going to be legal don't you I said, "Why the fuck are you arresting me?" Then, exactly. And you know, I look at it now, and still, even today, marijuana is still considered a a Schedule One narcotic under the federal guidelines. And a Schedule One narcotic states that it has no medical value. Well, how do seventeen other states say that it does have medical value, but our own federal government has been denying that it has medical value? Because the reason is is that pharmaceutical companies. Knew that people could go out and for less than five dollars, plant and grow their own medicine. They would put out so many pharmaceutical company out of business. It wouldn't even be funny. It'd be just a, a crime shame. Because think about all the anti-inflammatories, all the headache medicines, all the cold medicines, all the even COVID. They just discovered that if you have cannabinoids in your in your system, that COVID-19 can't attach to the same cells with the ca- uh, with the cannabinoids. So there's so much research that's being done. And for the government to deny the fact that it has medical value is a sham in itself. And then people are getting locked up for drug crime. And so when you join our community, we expect our community members to be active in this plight to help free non-violent drug offenders. Because... People have family and friends that have been incarcerated for having drugs. Um, I, I, my little brother, he got locked up. He had a you know, $20 bag of weed on him. Or, hey, my uncle got locked up. He was moving 100 pounds across the border. Or, hey, my mom got locked up because she didn't have a prescription label for her pills. I mean, this type of stuff is just ridiculous. And now you're separating, you're, you're tearing uh, families apart for for years at a time, with these draconian sentences, and it's just ridiculous. And this has to change because what's populating our prisons is nothing but drug offenders. They're not reserved for the criminals anymore that go out and murder, rape, uh, and prey on children. They're all filled with nonviolent drug offenders, and that's what needs yeah. to change.
0: Yeah, it, it, I mean, it truly does. Like you're, it's that's why I like. I'm uh, proud of NFT so much because, especially with this collection, it's the little guy going after the big, the big bad uh, pharmaceutical companies, and, and explaining that just like you said, if 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 you can grow or like create your own medicine for like ni- less than ninety percent of the cost of what these pharmaceutical uh, companies are charging, like they'll go out of business, and they're, this is why uh, these dr- these or nonviolent drug offenders are stuck in prison is because they want to keep people in jail that are promoting like the true and cheaper medicine if that makes sense welcome back guys uh so now we are going to get into kind of the the plot of this episode you could say so we currently have both Uh, Creators and leaders of the Dopehead NFT collection. We have both Toedown and Mike Frost here to answer any of the questions our audience might have as well as the questions that we have or that I have for them. So honestly, with just no uh, kind of delay, let's just get right into it. So uh, where did the name Dopeheads come from?
1: Well, you know... The name dope heads has been synonymous with, you know, people who are, you know, intelligent or somebody that does a lot of drugs. And so when we were looking at NFTs, everybody had these different types of heads that were doing, you know, stuff. And I was like, why don't there be any dope heads? And then we could do the whole design after like each different type of drug could be their own type of head. Mm-hmm. And then... That was the genesis of the idea right there. And then after presenting it to Johnny Cash, our, our lead art artist for uh, character design, he drew the first rendition of Buddy, and that's what you see today. And so Mike, he has this frost effect that he does where, <laughs> I don't know how, how else to describe it, but Magnificent.
2: It also matched, like, some concepts that I did for Swisher House covers and stuff back in the day. Um, a lot of my sketchbook is filled with similar things, like, all the way back from, like, being, going to rave parties and stuff back when I was a kid. So, mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, really, we just thought it was, it was kind of funny at first. And then Down brought up, you know, the calls, the social calls he wanted to do. And, you know, just the marketing side of me it was like, well... You know, half of it's controversial, but then a lot of the the you know the dope heads that we're using are you know like mushrooms or like a beer or like a forty ounce or a joint. Yeah, it's really like on the lightweight, socially acceptable side of things. But it's kind of weird that you have this drug based cartoon, but at the same time you're like helping people that were really kind of unfairly locked up for the drug war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all came together pretty quick, but it was. You know, it was just, we had ideas that were circling around each other, and so it made the decision really quick. Um, I think Down already had the name Dopeheads, and we just, we rolled with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. That kind of just explains it perfectly, which is awesome.
2: Yeah, and something that I wanted to do with, like, the cartoon was, I wanted to, because, you know, me and Toadown both have, you know, 20 plus years, 25 years in music business experience, right? So there's a lot of we we have a lot of stories we could just pull just out of stuff we've seen throughout the years. So I always wanted to do a cartoon where like the characters, you know, you got it like like you're at your podcast studio with your with your friends and stuff. Y'all are hustling together, putting the yeah. podcast together. Like we're hustling NFT. We used to hustle records together. Toedown was hustling mm-hmm. grow ups for a while, like my friends had <laughs> studios. So you know, and all those Most of the guys I hung around with, they all come in the studio smoking a joint. You have all these people that, I mean, it's just kind of real life. And I wanted the characters to kind of take on those personalities. But, you know, kind of like they're going to be doing a bunch of hustles, but in a very dope-headed way.
0: That's awesome. Do you care to uh, explain all of the uh, different characters for the uh, upcoming cartoons?
2: Yeah, I can run through them. So Buddy is like he's 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 the weedhead. Um he definitely takes you need on me alone. he takes on <laughs> he's based off Toadown's personality. He's kind of, you know, <laughs> the uh, the the beer mug is kind of like you know when you go to a bar and that drunk guy's always trying to talk business but he's not really making sense. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. I know That's gonna
2: be the beer mug. The uh the mushroom is merciless. He's a he's a rapper from the Funky Aztecs and uh, one of the original like Latino rap groups from uh, Vallejo, like uh, yeah, Northern Cali.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's, mushroom,
2: he's a mushroom character, and he's just he's funny as hell. The uh first he was trying to like play a fake voice, and I had to tell him like, no, Merce, I just want you to be yourself. <laughs> um. The uh the 40 ounce is Cassie B. He's uh he has more like the LA street kind of gangster mm-hmm. voice and like the way he talks. Um they got like the block of cocaine, which is uh you know he's just
1: been baby. Ben jamming.
2: Yeah, he's he's just he's another street dude. Um we've got the girl weed baby, which is kind of like buddy's girlfriend, but buddy's kind of like you know when it he'll be learning like a lot of the lessons with him. She's always like kinda of using them, kinda of playing them. Um Yeah, yeah. There's uh you know, we have a guy named Eldorado Sleep Dog plays the uh the Xanax. The he doesn't really even have many lines. He's always falling asleep when you need him. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the <laughs> we have the lean bottle, but he has like a really high pitched voice. He's actually really hyper. He's addicted to soda, um, but he's uh, I, a guy named Maddie Pace plays his voice. But it, that character is pretty funny. Um, I think that's it. Let me look at that. Missing? And we we actually to this point we have the pill bottle character, but we don't necessarily have a voice for him yet. Uh, okay. Um, it might be something that we fill on the first auditions um coming up so out of the the holders that we have right now they'll be able to audition for the cartoon so we need a voice for that character if we can find it on the audition, we might fill it up there
0: (laughs) yeah that's awesome it's really cool to see how you're gonna implement the community in the cartoon through like the use of nfts and everything that's awesome to see but um do you all care to explain kind of the roadmap for people that may be brand new to the collection
1: Sure, not a problem at all. So when we're doing the roadmap, we don't want to you know, promise anything that we couldn't keep. What we'd like to do is possible. And so the roadmap is designed to really incentivize our holders to get us to that next phase. And so on the roadmap, what we have is a loyalty reward system where we will share with our NFT holders um, certain uh, revenues that we generate from toy sales or the syndication of the animated series. So they may wake up one day and look in their wallet and discover, oh wait, I have a little bit more Ethereum than I had the other day.
2: Yeah, I mean, basically he was hitting on it. So, I mean, the roadmap we have right now it basically has prizes for Dope Dons, like Dope Dons are people that are in the community who are like really active, who kind of raise, rise up through the ranks. Um, we, it's definitely what he was saying is it's it's it was written to keep people very active in the community. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so at different, you know, at different stages, as we as we sell and collect more money, we're going to be um, donating money to different charities. Um, we're going to be have some cash prizes back to the most active people in the community that will be randomly driven at each sales point. Um, on that, too, as we, you know, get 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 percent of this collection sold, we're going to also start jumping into different parts of, you know, building the business, like uh, setting up the studios we need for the animation stuff, um, getting the toys and the merchandise, getting that stuff upgraded and out i'd have to actually have to read it right now again to go through it perfectly but uh we're going to be giving away like uh super rare dope heads there's different key points of just different parts of the business we want to start engaging in i think you know some of the stages we're going to start buying into metaverse land a little bit later on um you make me go back and read it i haven't looked at it in a week and a half
0: <laughs> yeah so obviously if anyone in the uh uh audience or anyone listening right now wants to learn more about the roadmap i would go check out uh their discord and read it for yourself it's pretty it's pretty detailed their plans they have a lot of good plans that they're uh working on and want to do and the vision's really the vision's really good and i think it has a lot of potential especially because uh, they're so unique with what their kind of charitable acts are going to be but um we a few days ago we were recording this a few days after the first public mint of season one like started can you explain the difference of like kind of how the different seasons of mints will go um
2: you know Toadown
0: has a little more information on that than i do but Mm
2: -hmm. um you know we're gonna we're gonna mint out the first thousand as season one um and then every thousand after that is season two three four i don't I don't know exactly if we know when we're going to release each season. Um, you know, he wants to do these events where we do like public live minting, like maybe at a comic book conventions or, or maybe at some of the NFT conventions or something like that, or some of the cannabis stuff that we support. So the, uh, I don't know if we have a, a solid date set for that yet? Um, I would mm-hmm. also like to time all these things a little bit to the release of uh, each episode of the animation. Yeah. Um. So it, it it's going to be somewhere something around that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's I that mean that makes sense. You want to kind of grow the community as much as possible before you start doing anything in person, if that makes sense. But um, say someone in the audience wants to uh mint a dope head in their own nft can you kind of give a rundown of how they could do that
2: um yeah so you just go to dopeheads.com uh you can uh you can mint right from that page um our mint's a little bit different you can hold it for seven days uh six months or 12 months Mm -hmm. so when you go to the mint page you'll you'll see three little dials on there that you can select different numbers um so you pick, you know, how many you want for one month, six months or 12 months. If you don't want any, you know, for any of them, you set it to zero and uh, you mint, you know, you just, you connect your MetaMask wallet and mint. If you're on a cell phone, it works better if you go through the MetaMask app to get to your wallet. Um, we do accept other wallets too, like Coinbase and stuff like that. But, you know, that's the basic really, really behind minting. You can mint up to five to each, for each wallet. The, uh, I mean, somebody can own as many as they want, but it's made the app itself is made where people can mint five to each wallet at a time. The, uh, yeah, but that's basically it on the mint. And then you just, you know, seven days after you buy it, if you pick seven days, here's a reveal. We'll have we'll have forty uh, super rares to airdrop those people. So you have a higher chance of getting one of the super rares the longer you hold. But in the uh, co- collection itself, there's rares and all kinds of stuff randomly inserted through the whole collection. So if you hold for seven days, you got a good chance of getting a rare too.
0: Awesome, awesome! That's good to see how it's kind of diverse and the what, like kind of like luck of the draw of what you can get from holding an NFT. But um, say the audience wants to kind of follow your collection, where can they find your let's say Twitter, Instagram, or any other social medias you may have?
2: Uh, everything is Dopeheads NFT. Um, com or dope heads nft at dope heads nft uh, we did just get the dope website website um, it has the d app on it right now but uh dope heads nft you know at dope heads nft at everything is how you find it um, another interesting kind of thing about the collection I don't know if nobody would know to ask I didn't I don't i didn't use them all but i used most of it um, I'm gonna get an exact count but I Right now, I know there's at least 975 individual elements in the collection. Wow. And we That's have almost, we have almost 1,250 um, total, which I didn't, you know, like different chains and outfits and shirts. Yeah, yeah. Glasses. We we actually ended up with way, 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 way more than I expected. Um, we just kept making stuff and it didn't stop. And when I went to go assemble the collection, I was kind of like, holy because <laughs> you got to put together the JSON to create. Yeah, yeah, network.
0: yeah. There's like there's so many options. There, there, there can be like a million of these. Like, because every, everyone's like unique in how it builds the, you could say, characteristics together. That's crazy.
2: I have eighteen thousand lines of JSON.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
2: Uh, it 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 was mind-boggling trying to do that. I was just like, oh my god, what did I get myself into? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I obviously have a lot mind-boggling. Of mind-boggling.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you know what I'm talking. <laughs> about. never coded this stuff, so I don't think he understands like exactly how like mind-numbing that could be figuring out the collection. Yeah, because some things don't go together. Like I can't put certain type of jackets over certain type of outfits, right? Um, you know, some of the characters have multiple colorways, so I have to group all that stuff separate and then I have to think about the rarity. So it was, it's a massive, massive JSON file.
0: I obviously have a lot of respect for uh, the kind of coding aspect of NFTs and how much work actually goes into this. But um, I really appreciate you having or ha- having you all on the podcast today. Hopefully our audience learned something about your collection and hopefully they actually join your movement of uh, getting these non-violent drug offenders out out of prison because they truly don't deserve to be in there if they're only like selling a small amount of like an illicit drug or something like and they're not they've done nothing else there's no reason for them to be in jail and locked up in a cage like for 10 plus years because of that but um
2: it has if, other effects too and one of the things and sometimes it's simple like there's some people who are 22 in college you know they've gotten busted for weed or something or some drugs or something like that and like their whole career gets messed up if they get like a felony or something for that stuff yeah exactly and then it's not fair
0: yeah it really isn't and i really appreciate you all coming on the podcast today and explaining the message the message of your collection but um yeah guys this is going to be it for uh today's episode of the nft nation podcast If you all enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you all shared this with your friends and gave us five stars on Spotify. That really helps Spotify understand that people enjoy our uh, content and it helps spread the message of the NFT Nation podcast. But if anyone wants to follow us on our social medias, it's at NFT underscore Nation underscore podcast on all of our social medias. Uh, Also, go follow the Dopeheads uh, NFT collection on all social media, Twitter and Instagram And also check out their mint website. Uh, New seasons will be will new seasons of the in or like the public mint and stuff will be dropping uh, periodically. And also season one is now available. If you all are still interested, and uh, Mike and Towdown, I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast today and uh, letting our audience know what's up. Yeah, man, thanks for having us.
2: We
1: really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no problem, guys.